Buck, 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 uh, the podcast where we review games for a rooster for some reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, it used to be your day, week, month, year reviews. Uh, oh yeah, I'm here with Scott from uh, the Golden RPG After Years. Hey guys, guesting today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the new permanent host, right? On yeah, one RPG of the new ones. After Years, yeah, you and Jay. Yeah, Bill had to. As people that listen might know, Bill had to sort of take a step back after having his kid and some work issues. So he asked me and Jay to come on permanently and sort of keep the show going. It's going pretty well so far, I think. Yeah, I've listened to a few episodes of the new series. We're still working out a bunch of kinks and stuff, but uh, hopefully here in the next few weeks, we're going to like officially do like a brand relaunch. Mm -hmm. We just got to get like new album art and all that. Yeah. So uh, speaking of rebranding, this podcast used to be your day, week, month, year reviews, but we kind of, that format wasn't working for us because reviewing a game after you've played it for a day, week, month, and year doesn't really make sense for most of us because uh, that really only works if it's like an online game that you're playing for a year where most of us play single player games. So, right. Yeah. So it's an now, interesting idea. <laughs> yeah, it it was also really hard to like have like a, a lot of times I'll play a game first day and then I won't have time to play it again for like several weeks. So then it'll come to the week review and I'm like, I haven't played it, but you yeah. know, the first time was real cool. <laughs> Maybe for somebody that didn't have like a job. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, I felt like there'd be like games you can game in a week anyway. Here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I threw out the idea to, uh, I don't know why I just thought it was stupid and people went with it to, uh, review games for, uh, Arjuna's chicken, uh, handsome Harry <laughs> with the conceit being that he we're reviewing them for him because he doesn't have hands, so he can't play them himself. So people Who's went with it? it, uh, Arjuna. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you've met Arjuna, but he is a video game developer that uh, is also an organic farmer. <laughs> wow, that's yep. something. That's Arjuna. Um, I've heard so, of him, but I you know, haven't talked to him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, today we're talking about Spider-Man. I guess we'll get to the point. Uh, Spider-Man for the PS4. It came out in like 2018, I think like near the end of the year. I think that's right. And basically, everyone who was mildly interested in it has already played it. So, <laughs> well, I I just finished it. So, well, um, I finished the DLC. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you the if main you played game it like shortly time. before that. Okay, so you didn't like finish it all like right after it came out? No, I I bought it not long after it came out, but I finally just got around to it yeah, a couple months ago. Started playing it. Okay. I, I waited until it was on sale for, I got it for like $15 for the game and the DLC. That's awesome. Uh, I saw that deal too, but I had already bought it when it was like $30 without the DLC. Mm-hmm. And then the if you buy the DLC separately, it's $10 each. So, and they're yeah. paying full price more or less. Hmm. Not that uh, I regret it. 
Yeah, it's really good game. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, what do you think about the gameplay? Um, so, first off, the best thing about this game is just the web swinging, like getting from yeah. place to place. It feels so good, and yeah. like it just keeps you. There's like a like you build up skill. You know, like not just in the game, you level up in the game, but as you're playing it, like you get better at it and you just keep going and like go faster. And I don't, it feels, it gives a really good sense of like speed. You really do feel like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel hackneyed. It, it's like really natural. Um, you, it, it makes sense how to get around uh, pretty much as soon as it gives you the controls. Um, but then also you get better at it as you go along. And then eventually you're just like zipping along the skyline mm-hmm. at mock speed. <laughs> yeah. And eventually like they give you, you unlock skills that even when you make a mistake, you can like recover from it. Right. And just like keep going. So. And I think that that is the best thing about the game. is just the, the web swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance watched me play through most of it. And then on the, when we were about to finish the DLC, I let them, uh, you take over just to see what they thought about it, how it played. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no wonder you like this game so much. <laughs> um, and then there's also the combat. Which, yeah. So how'd you feel about the combat? Um, I'm less positive about the combat in comparison to the, the navigation. Um, it felt like there was a lot of it and it got kind of repetitive, but I have that problem with all of these, like, beat them up games yeah um, all of the like arkham yeah um so yeah i actually when i first started playing the game i thought it was kind of hard like i i did take a whole like uh intro mission like uh with kingpin yeah i've i like struggled I through several that. times during that yeah, yeah i did too and um yeah i actually really like it um and it wasn't until the dlc which we'll talk more about later that i really started liking the combat um just some of the missions in the dlc like show you how to use the different gadgets yes in combinations and once i started doing that i was like wow this is a lot more fun (laughs) i feel the same way because you don't you have a lot of different tools at your disposal but the game never really incentivizes you incentivizes you to use them Mm -hmm. unless you're like in the like the really hard extra content and like you say, it sort of makes you do it for some side missions in the DLC. And it's like, oh, I should have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. like I feel like if you're just punching people, you're not going to have a good time. But once you figure out how to use like all the different gadgets together, and really the quickest way to take down an enemy is just by webbing them up and throwing them on something. Yes. So like, uh, once that clicks with you. I think the best combo of one of the the missions teaches you is you can, there's a gadget that lets you like blow a group of enemies up in the air. Mm-hmm. But then there's another gadget uh, where you can sort of cause a web to pull an enemy into the ground or. A oh wall. yeah. That's so if you fun. put it right on the people as they're in the air, they just get zipped to the ground and they're done in like two seconds. I, I think my favorite combo was there's the web bomb and then there's like the pulse thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you call it, but yeah. And so you just like web everyone up and then you like just, they go flying at the wall. Yeah. yeah. That was the one I used the most. Um, and it's uh, like, I wish I had figured out all this stuff earlier in the game. Yeah. Have you tried playing the um, like ultimate difficulty on new game plus? Uh, no. 
I, I, I started it just to, like, super hard, but it wasn't easy either. So yeah, I, I started it just to see how it was like, because I struggled the first time I played through the Kingpin stuff. It was like playing on, you know, like it, it the difficulty jump. I didn't feel it. So it wasn't that bad. No, I, I think I could, if I felt like beating the game again right now, I could, but I kind of don't feel like playing the game through again. There is a there is a trophy for beating the yeah. whole thing on ultimate on a new game plus. I think. Yep those those are the only two trophies I don't have. Yeah, same <laughs> here. Uh, there was one in one of the DLCs where I couldn't get the gold on one of the screwball missions. Oh really? Well, you don't have to get the gold. Oh, you don't. You just had no. You had to get uh, silver. Oh. So that's why I was able to get 100% so easily. Because <laughs> yep. I'm, it's only one of the three DLCs where I didn't get the Platinum. But I remember reading the trophy list and being like, wow, I didn't remember that I did that good. <laughs> on this. <laughs> it's not like I tried to go out of my way to get the trophies. Yeah. Uh, I actually went back and there was one trophy I found hard or just kind of annoying, like tedious. It was the one for finding all the secret locations and taking pictures of them. Oh, see, those show up on the map, so I did that anyway, like naturally. Well, those uh, there's ones that don't. They're like a secret location that you they don't show up on the map at all until you beat the game, and then you get an ability that shows you when you're near one. Oh, see, I didn't, and, I didn't even realize that. Okay, yeah, that, that one was annoying, but then, I or I thought it was going to be annoying, but then I kind of just got it without too much yeah. effort. Right. So... Um, well, so, having in the helmet thing helps. Yeah. So what do you think about the graphics of the game and just the design? No complaints here. The places, New York is beautiful. Um, I didn't really see any graphical defections or anything. Um, and it's kind of almost, uh, it left me awestruck a couple of times. Like when you climbed to the top of some of the highest buildings and just look out over New York, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, and all the different like lighting effects. There's a mission where you're getting struck by lightning, and despite the fact that it doesn't really make sense, yeah, the lightning's <laughs> working. <laughs> it looks really cool. <laughs> and there's that one story mission where you're you're at like a Halloween party and sort of yeah. like in a like a rave type situation <laughs> with guy like strobe lights and stuff. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah, I thought overall it looked really good, but the uh, some of the character models were kind of weird looking particularly peter parker uh Aunt I May, and i think miles was a little i don't know like something about especially with aunt may like if you look at a picture of her in the game something about how her like hair and face like i don't that's know that's true it's like slightly off <laughs> like it's going <laughs> like for a uncanny valley yeah exactly like it's going for photorealism and so like it's so close that like something's off i can't put my finger on it but like maybe it's just like her like facial features are like really detailed but like there's no like movement to them or something i don't really right. know but yeah that, that was my only complaint and for the most part you're playing as peter parker with a mask on so you know yeah and i think like, like all the villain or the costume characters, the villains and superheroes and stuff, they all look great. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked um uh Electro. Yeah, he looked like really how, cool. Yeah, he didn't have like the mask, but he had like a scar that looked like the mask on his face. Right. Thought that was pretty cool. 
yeah, the, the design, uh, other than like the human characters, like you were saying, it's just as, as good as it's ever been. Like some of these, a lot of these characters, it's like the best design I've seen for them. Um, so I want to go back to what I was talking about, the trophies that I found slightly annoying. Yeah. Um, I There was another one that was like for collecting all the book bags. Yes. And like one, I was just thinking like, okay, Peter Parker has all like, I think there's like 50 of them, 50 book bags thrown <laughs> around the yeah. city with trackers on them. But we're supposed to believe that he is poor. <laughs> right. That is Maybe that's story. why he's poor. Yeah, because he's spending all this money on book bags yeah. <laughs> and trackers. But yeah, so I thought that was going to be like tedious and just kind of like annoying to get. Because like in a lot of games like this, I don't know why, but I don't even I know trophies mean nothing. I don't know why I care about them, but I just feel like I have to complete them. But <laughs> I used to be a hundred percenter and I still have that urge to do it, but I've gotten a lot more lax here in recent years. Yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't really bothered by this like collect-a-thon because just they show up on the map, they're easy enough to find, and the game's so fun just to move around in. Right. That it just gives you, you know, more opportunity to explore and see things you wouldn't see otherwise. I got a, a couple small complaints just about the the side missions. Okay. Um so the I think there's way too many crimes. Like when yeah. you're just going around the city, a crime will randomly pop up. That's the sort of thing I can't ignore. So I would just go and do that immediately. <laughs> but even though there's a variety of diff- different ways the crimes can play out, like you might be chasing a car or you might just be, you know, stopping a mugging or something. Um, most of the time it, it just ends in, you know, a, a street fight with thugs. And like I said, I've, I found the combat after a while to get a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. So and there's way too many crimes. So, and it refreshes several times throughout the game. So, thank God there's a limit to it, but <laughs> that limit's way too high, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's uh, another um, place where a trophy was kind of annoying because I think that was one of the last ones I had to get was completing all the crimes. And yeah, I feel like forever. It the, the pacing to a stop because I would like clear out all the crimes in a district before I did the story. Okay. So, it's a big one too. Yeah, I didn't do it like that. I just like I would do a crime if I was just like swinging around, like looking for a mission. I'd be yeah. like, oh, there's a crime I could do. And like, I don't know, playing it yeah, that way, it was actually kind of fun because I wasn't just doing the crimes constantly. Right. So that's probably how you're you meant to do it. But uh, not how I did it. My <laughs> thought was like, if I just clear them all now, then I don't want to worry about it for the rest of the game. But then there's so many that it takes forever. And then, like I said, at certain points in the story, like more crimes start happening in districts you've already cleared. So it's like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing about the, you know, the collect-a-thon stuff that really annoyed me. Well, uh, the taskmaster slash screwball challenges. Uh Um, We talked about them a little bit already, but basically there's like a variety of challenges like zip along the city um, and hit all these gates that a, a drone leaves behind. Um, or, you know, disarm a bunch of bombs. Anyway, there's like a rating system to it, bronze, silver, gold, and getting anything higher, even just getting bronze on some of them, like took me forever. Um, I just thought they were way too hard. (laughs) Like maybe (laughs) like the limit, the uh, score should have been cut in half maybe. Yeah. The one good thing about those is the game doesn't require you to get above like the silver medal for anything. 
Right. Like getting gold gets you nothing other than like additional uh, tokens to unlock things, which there's more than enough with getting like just bronze to unlock everything, I think. Yeah. So I, I did like the stealth missions of those. I thought those were fun. They they were fun, but there was a few of them that took me forever to beat. Yeah, it's just, since you're trying to do it quickly, it also like um, you yeah. mess up a bunch because you're trying to go fast. So. <laughs> I felt that with the screwball ones. Yeah, the screwballs were definitely a lot harder than the yeah. Taskmaster overall. I thought. Yeah, and screwball was such an annoying character, also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't actually know her from Spider-Man lore. I thought she was a um, a deal like an original character, but yeah, apparently she has been in the comics. I had to. Oh, look really? It up. Yeah, yeah, no clue. You wouldn't think so because the whole concept around her is uh, very new age. She's basically yeah. like a, an evil Twitch streamer. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was, she was annoying, but I thought she was in a fun addition. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about the story? Are we? We're not doing spoilers yet, right? No spoilers yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not Shakespeare, you know, like it's not going to nothing to write super home about, but I thought for a superhero game, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, there are several like emotional scenes in there. Um, I thought Peter was a really like, uh, like, I mean, Spider-Man's always likable, but this one in particular is a really likable version of Spider-Man. Um, I really liked how they incorporated Mary Jane. Like she, is basically you play as her a bunch during the game, during several of the story missions on like stealth Metal Gear Solid style sneaks. Um, and I, a lot of people I've heard complain about those. Like that's one of their main complaints about the game, but I really enjoyed uh, breaking the the pacing up like that. I have mixed feelings about them. I like how her character is portrayed, but it did kind of like slow the game down for me when I like just wasn't, wanting to slow down because playing a spider-man is so fun you know like just switching over to someone who can't really do anything it gets better later in the game when she can start like taking people down right but But unfortunately you're like you've done three or four of those missions by that point (laughs) yeah i feel like and then you also play as miles morales doing pretty similar stuff i can't think i guess he can do like hacking and that's about yeah, the one it's basically the race. exact same thing. Yeah. I feel like you, you only had to do him like two or three times in the game. Yeah. It was definitely Mary Jane way more prevalent. But it was cool that they brought Miles into this. And Did this come out before or after End of the Spider-Verse? I think it came out just before it. I'm pretty sure they came out the same year. I wonder if they like got together and said, hey, we need to cross-promote Miles because he hasn't been in any major media before that, I don't think. Yeah. He's like vaguely hinted, hinted at in the MCU because his right. uncle's in it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, the story was, it was compelling enough. Like no there's complaints. some heartfelt moments in there. Um, you start the main villain. Uh, I won't spoil it yet, but you start to, you really feel for him. I, I think. Yeah. And I, I really liked how Spider-Man interacted with the police. Yeah. <laughs> you, you play a lot of superhero games or like just, in general superhero media where they're like competing against each other, you know, like where the police are like actively against you. Right. And it was kind of cool to be on the same side as them. Yeah. The, the police don't really, um, well, I guess it's sort of a spoiler, but 
for most of the game they they're on your side yeah um, and even when they're not they're those aren't really the police right yeah <laughs> um, um so yeah you got anything else you want to say about the base game uh i don't think so it, it was really compelling i thought for for the type of game that it is yeah, so um, <laughs> we haven't talked about this, but I'm going to suggest a rating system. And it is, um, since we're vaguely chicken-themed, um, the rating system is cock-a-doodle-do or cock-a-doodle-don't. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So w- w- I, I already know what you're going to give it, but I need to make you say it. <laughs> First story? Uh, for Just overall for the game, like, would you recommend people buy it? Oh, absolutely. It's a it's a very much a cockadoodle do. Yep. Uh, that's a cockadoodle do for me too. <laughs> you can't embarrass me, man. Yep. So now we're going to talk about the DLC. Um still no spoilers, but if you don't want to know anything about it, I guess don't listen. Right. Um so I think we have different opinions on the DLC. We talked about it a little bit on I think it was Twitter. Yeah. So um I know you said you pretty much recently beat the game. Did you go, did you beat the game and jump straight into the DLC? Pretty much. We finished the game and then it was a few days later when I jumped into the DLC. Okay. Yeah, I I played it. It was the only game I was playing at the time. So like I played it like all the way through like all of it in like one go. Whoa. (laughs) And I think I was just kind of like a little, like you said, like the combat gets like a little, you know, stale over time yeah and so i think doing that back to back it you know like that's probably why i didn't enjoy the dlc that much because it doesn't add that much new yeah it's really just an extension of the i mean it's its own new story kind of but as far as like the gameplay goes it's just a, an extension of the main game you're still in new york and all the mechanics are the same there's no like new abilities or new gadgets to get yeah the only thing you do get is i guess new suits yeah, and you have access to like additional tokens that you use to unlock uh, right. upgrades. In that sense, it's almost a little bit like a, a new game plus. Yeah. Um. So the, like I said, it's just an extension of the main game, and I, as we said, the main game is um, was fantastic in my opinion. So I was, you know, more than happy to just have more of it. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think like some I'm trying not to spoil it, but just trying to think about like the things I didn't like about it that aren't spoilers. Right. Um I kind of felt like the story didn't go anywhere. It, like it seems like a still like a lot of setup for the sequel. And like maybe they were afraid to introduce too much new stuff, like knowing that not everyone was gonna play the DLC. So they're gonna have to reintroduce it in the sequel anyways i'm sure for spider-man 2 or whatever they end up calling it like we'll be lucky if any of those events are even referenced yeah um Uh, so a couple of characters i know we both really liked um black cat's redesign yes she looks awesome yeah I, i like how she like looks like a normal person as opposed to like the regular comic book accurate black cat where she's just in like a leather um like catwoman style suit yeah <laughs> with her her boobs hanging out yep 
<laughs> yeah, it always seemed weird to me that her and Peter Parker are supposed to be in a relationship together because you know Peter Parker is like this nerdy guy, and then he's like dating a porn star. Is what it seems yeah. like. <laughs> Correct me like, if I'm wrong, but didn't they go to high school together? Um, or at least in the comics. I'm not sure. I, I think some probably. Um, I, I know the movies. She's been like introduced a few times, and then they've never done anything with her. But yeah, um, she, if I remember right from, you know, like the 1990 animated series, they went to school together and she was like this rich preppy girl. And then one thing led to another and, you know, all of, all of a sudden she's just like a super thief. Yeah. Um, so that's how he knows her and why he, uh, you know, strives so hard to get her to be not evil. <laughs> she's like an anti-hero. So, Yeah. And so in her story, in her DLC, like they, the whole story literally goes nowhere because uh, it's hard to explain without spoilers. So I guess I'll just talk about this more in spoilers. Right. But yeah, overall, the DLCs didn't do much for me. But it's I not think. It's really a spoiler to say who the main villain of the DLCs is, right? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so Hammerhead is the main villain, and that's a spotty villain that. I know who he is, but I'm not super familiar with him. Not sure I've really seen him in anything. Yeah, he's, comics. he's in the 90s cartoon quite a bit. And he's like, he's one of those like real goofy characters. He's yeah, just got that big head. Gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's kind of a weird one. Um, so I think that that was sort of, maybe it's because it's the DLC that they used a lesser known villain, but I, that was sort of like just an uninspiring villain to fight against the whole for yeah. three DLCs. Yeah, I don't know why you had to be in all three DLCs. I kind of wish they had like a different villain in each one. Or at least more than just him. Yeah. Um, I guess one thing I will say that I did really like about the DLC is how, and I didn't know this going in, um, all three of them tell like one connected story for the most part. Yeah. So in that sense, it almost felt like another, you know, ha- mini version of a Spider-Man game. And interestingly, like each one also kind of focuses on like a female side character. That's true. Um, yeah. The first one, you've got Black Hat. Second one is like a big Yuri story. And right. Yuri's uh, one, like the main cop that Spider-Man deals with, which do you know she's, if like she's in the comics? Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it more in spoilers, but yes, she is in the comics. Okay. I had to look it up too because I hadn't, hadn't heard of her before this game. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with her at all, but yeah. So, uh, and then the third one is focused on Silver Sable. So, which I thought she was pretty cool and then in the main game. So, I was happy to see more of her. Yeah. And I guess I do wish that Black Cat was in the other two DLCs more than yeah, she is. I do too. I really liked her character in the first one. And then. You it's too bad that she's bit. such a, like a ripoff of Catwoman, more or less, uh, because I feel like we would <laughs> see her in a lot more like the actual Marvel movies and stuff if it wasn't so blatant. Yeah, well, I know she she has some superpowers in some versions of her where she actually like induces bad luck on people. That's so, cool. <laughs> that I makes her a little different. Yeah. But one complaint I saw about her costume in this game is that it looks more like Catwoman. I guess I can see that, but. She, 
Well, because there's not as much like white fur as she has in maybe some of the comics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought it was really good redesign, though. Yeah. It fits the world a lot better than the other one would. Mm-hmm. Um, she got that rock and ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> so just overall, I kind of felt like the DLC was a little unnecessary. And I don't know, like going into it after just playing the main game, it didn't do much for me. Yeah. But if you played the main game when it first came out, and you're looking for a reason to go back in and just play more of the game because it's really fun. I, I think it's good for that. Yeah, I, I guess that's the best thing I could say about it is that the if you like Spider-Man, the base game, then this is just more. Um, and then, so I was more than happy to have more content to play through. Mm-hmm. All and right. it stayed fun throughout. So, so I think we're going to both give that a big cock-a-doodle-doo. Bye. Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> So, I was almost uh, expecting you to do a don't. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I, I can see both ways. Um, I, I feel like right now the game of the year edition is so cheap and like readily goes on sale. Right. You might as well just buy that. So then if you do want to play it, but yeah. I'll be interested I, to see what your um, cockadoodle your first cockadoodle don't will be like how bad does it have to be <laughs> oh I, I have a game coming up that i just started playing like last week and i i'm leaning towards a cockadoodle don't <laughs> it's not cattails is it <laughs> no even though i would say don't buy cattails i never did a follow-up on it but it's not fun gotcha it's, it's like a very cute presentation but and I, I wanted it to be fun but i kept playing it and i just nothing happened and i had nothing else to say about it <laughs> right um i guess i will say like you said try to get the game of the year edition if you want the dlc because each piece is ten dollars so like i said i spent another thirty dollars to play the dlc and is there i won't say a, it wasn't worth it but that's it's right on the line for where the amount mm-hmm. of content versus the amount of money you're spending for me is there not like a season pass or anything because usually you get like a little discount if you get like the season pass uh i didn't see one but i could have not been looking very well okay Uh, no clue but (laughs) yeah so um we're gonna take a quick ad break i guess unless you have anything else you want to add um this game is amazing it's in my top five ps4 games i would say which it's not something to be said lightly. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're going to throw to an ad. They're going to come back with spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, listen to the ad, then leave. Go play the game. Come back, listen to the ad again, and then listen to the spoilers. <laughs> uh, I like how you say, make sure you listen to the ad first. <laughs> you listen to the ad, then leave. <laughs> Please. We're back. Woo. Um, so yeah, some spoilers I really wanted to talk about is this is something I think they were like kind of too scared to put into the DLC, but we hear Miles and Peter training together, but we see none of it. Uh, the the very last scene has them starting to practice web swinging, right? Yeah, but you hear about them like you know, through like phone calls, like training. Yeah. And I think instead of doing the screwball missions, it'd be way more compelling if they let you play as Miles Morales and the like training things are like, Peter gives you do this, do that. 
or maybe not have had the um, the screwball be all in all three DLCs. Yeah, um, that would be cool. But what I'm assuming is they're really wanting to save that for the sequel. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it makes sense that you don't want to introduce this new playable like main character in a DLC, even though you would get a lot more people to buy the DLC if you did probably. Yeah. Um, that reminds me the very last suit that you unlock. Uh, if you do everything in the DLCs <laughs> is uh, the into the spider verse suit. Mm-hmm. I was really cool, excited when I saw that pop up and then I was like, Oh, it's just Peter's. <laughs> yeah. Same. I was totally I thought expecting it to be that it to be really cool black and red one. Yeah. Yeah. Womp womp. Uh, yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't mention before, uh, the costumes are really cool. I wasn't expecting there to be ones that, com- that completely went against the style of the game. Like you have like the mm-hmm. cartoon one, which is that probably really one of my cool. favorite one. And then there's, there's a lot like of a, costumes too. There's like a weird anime-ish one that gives yeah. Spider-Man like weird proportions. I don't know what that one was called, but that one was interesting. <laughs> I hated that one. <laughs> really? I thought it was funny playing the game and like getting into a cutscene, and you just see this weird like monstrosity. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is there's like th- probably like 30 or 40 suits. That might be a little high, but out of all of those, there's maybe five to 10 of them that I think are cool. Yeah, I think I played as it's the second stealth suit you unlock the most. It's like a black suit with like some green on it. Yeah, I think we were the Iron Spider for most of the game. Okay. I, I didn't uh, really like the suits that were like kind of metallic looking, and I felt like yeah. that was most of them. Yeah, there were a lot like that. You're right. Um, one thing I kept waiting for, and I was really disappointed about in that regard, um, there wasn't any symbiote suit, like Venom suit. Yeah, um, which I think is probably you know like Spider Man's second most famous outfit. <laughs> well, I think they're probably saving that for the sequel because it seems to be heavily implied to me that Harry Osborn is going to be the Green Goblin. No, I think he's going to be Venom. You think so? Yeah, because they were his dad was like trying to design this cure, and in yeah. some comics, uh, Venom is like a science project like to help i don't yeah that would be cool help people so i I think that's where it's going an interesting take on venom anyway yeah because there's um, since the osborns are always green goblin and i just assumed that they were setting area to be green goblin up and um i can't remember which cartoon series it is maybe amazing spider-man can't remember the one that has drake bell voicing (laughs) spider-man i don't remember which one that is either yeah i don't know that what that one's called but uh harry is venom in that one and i don't know why i think he just like found the suit but Mm -hmm. yeah so there's president for it if that had been in the game i probably would have worn that exclusively because i'm one of those people that's a big fan of venom and carnage (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i think that suit and then miles's suit they're obviously planning to use them later so i think that's why they're not included you know, I actually looked really it up cool. and apparently one of the directors said that the whole Venom saga is like one of Spider-Man's greatest stories. And they, if they were going to include it, they wanted to tell it right. So, yeah. So it better be in the sequel. So uh, what did I think you they think would, about... They've gone through a lot of the villains already in this one. Yeah. Off the top of my head, they're only missing like the lizard and Venom and them. Yeah. He used to be like my favorite. Uh, the lizard used to be like my favorite character as a kid for some reason. I don't know why. I was really excited when uh, Amazing Spider-Man movie 
had him in the first one. He looked really weird in that movie. <laughs> I don't really remember. Um, he, bar- he barely looked like a lizard. He just looked like a reptile human, if I remember right. <laughs> I just remember being excited for it happening, and I remember nothing about that movie other than yeah. Peter Parker throwing a football and bending the uh, goalpost. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> saw it again just recently. It like, was like randomly on TV when I was flipping through one day. Um, what did you think about... Uh, black hat story it was interesting um so the her whole plot line is uh she is working for hammerhead's group because they apparently have kidnapped her son Mm -hmm. which as far as i know she's never had a son before in any other media yep Um, i think she still doesn't have a son right (laughs) it turns out at the end that she does not have one um but she was sort of using that to lead peter on yeah, uh, like it was like heavily body, implied. <laughs> yeah, it was heavily implied that Peter was the dad. And then I was really disappointed when that didn't turn out to be the case because I kind of expected it wouldn't be. But I was like, that would be a really different direction to take yeah. Peter Parker in. Like, I kind of figured the whole son thing was bullshit from the start. So yeah, it wasn't exactly a, a surprise. But uh, I was still disappointed by it because I was just like, I mean, this could be really interesting. Like him and Mary Jane just got back together and they're like kind of on like rocky ground as yeah. is so that it was would definitely an interesting weird. like subplot of him just thinking that oh shit i might be a dad yeah <laughs> um and then i kind of thought it was also uncharacteristic of her to kind of backstab spider at the end um the i can't even remember what she was like trying to get because they break into the vault and then she sort of like sets them up to take the fall yeah, I don't remember what she was after either. And then she, not long after that, you think that she dies with the her penthouse exploding with her apparently walking into it. So that was one thing that annoyed me. I wanted to know how she lived because she does have a scene in the third DLC where she comes back and saves the day. Yeah. Um, but on the way there, she says something over like the radio. Spider-Man actually warns her about the penthouse. And she says something along the lines of, don't worry, a cat's got nine lives. So she knowingly walks into this trap and then but it never tells you like how she got out of it. Yeah. Maybe that's her power. Maybe she does have nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, it also would have, like I said, she comes back in the third DLC for like one or one scene to save spider and silver sable. I think it would have been really cool if she had like helped out in the final battle against a uh, hammerhead. Yeah, I, I definitely felt would like have a, liked to see more to just of her. them tying up a loose end instead of like doing something cool with it. Yeah, I'm curious if I know nothing about her backstory really or in like her dad, but her dad's in the game and that's interesting. That was a cool twist too because I didn't, yeah. I didn't figure out. I figured it out before the reveal, but it was like right before it when I was like, "Oh shit, that's her dad." <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the guy was like suspicious, and yeah, I kind of could see that coming a little bit but yeah i didn't expect it really so yeah that was a cool twist and we talked about how uh hammerhead's kind of a lame villain but i guess they made him as epic as they could because by the end he's gone full terminator (laughs) he's like a cyborg demon thing yeah it's really weird so i think it's the second dlc he gets killed yeah and then apparently so i think he gets like shot in the head and uh then apparently they cut his head off and put it on a robot and <laughs> that that was that what now. the project olympus was supposed to be yeah 
Okay. So oh, is it he sure? is like permanently just ahead now. <laughs> Be like a Futurama style, just put his head in a jar. Yeah. So <laughs> that's really weird. Um, I guess they're not going to use him again. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, so what did you think about uh, Mr. Negative? Uh, Mr. Negative, um, he was okay. I I never heard of him before, but apparently he's a, okay, a long-time I, Spider-Man villain. Oh, I thought he was a creation for the game. I did too, and I thought that was awesome, actually. But yeah, like I I liked his character. I forgot his name. Martin uh, Lee. Martin Lee. I liked him as a character early on in the game. So seeing I him think turn, you didn't get to spend enough time like with him before to me. You figure out that he went evil because I this whole game Spider-Man is trying to like uh you know make him turn him back to good. Because apparently he has, you know, a good side and an evil side. And I, I didn't care enough about him to really be like, oh, we got to save him. We got to, you know, really. Again. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just because of uh, Aunt May's, like, involvement with him. Right. Like, I felt for him and, like, didn't yeah. want him to be evil. And then they did the main villain switcheroo with uh, Dr. Octopus. Yeah, and you see that coming from a mile away. Like, Right. They start hitting at it, like, super early. <laughs> I mean, it's but he's, this, I he's think that's Doc, one of the best. So you have yeah. to know that's going to happen at some right. point. Right. I think he was one of the well. best versions of him, though. Yeah. Uh, I guess the Spider-Man Tobey Maguire two version was pretty cool, but unlike Mister Negative, I did feel for you know Otto, um, sort of as like Peter's father figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because really, even though he's the main villain of the game. Um, Osborne feels a lot worse. Side note, I want Osborne's penthouse. <laughs> that place was legit. Yeah. It's huge. Uh, yeah. I, goals, right? <laughs> um, what do you think about the twist with Yuri? I guess she's a serial killer now. Yeah. That, I mean, that was really cool because you don't really, from the base game, you don't really expect her to go in that direction. Um, she almost feels like a, a forgettable side character and then the dlc really amps up her importance yeah and i really like the the tape strands or whatever those are mm-hmm. that was really cool looking uh, one thing that bothered me about that is uh i don't know how she put all those up because they were like in some ridiculous places that only spider-man would be able to get to you know <laughs> it's like well i looked it up and apparently there's a spider-man villain called wraith Mm-hmm. And Yuri eventually becomes the Wraith. Oh. Hmm. So she becomes like a supervillain in the comics. Uh, so I'm guessing that that's more s- sequel setup. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't really know what Wraith's powers are, but apparently she can shoot that tape everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To me, she wasn't really forgettable. I really liked her character. So like seeing her become a villain is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, she has that one scene uh, towards the beginning of the DLC where she like kicks a bunch of thugs ass. Like she goes full like karate mode. Um, I was like, oh, damn, I didn't know you had those skills. (laughs) Yeah, that was the second DLC. I love that opening, how you're like Spider-Man working with like a police task force. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, So it'll be. Wasn't that her whole plot line, though, like with the her becoming a serial killer? That was a side quest, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that was a really cool side quest, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was weird, weird to think about her as being a serial killer after like playing the whole game with her, you know? Right. Um, 
So there's actually more SQL setup than I was realizing at first, thinking about all that. Yeah, I'm curious if we'll see more of Silver Sable because there's like some whole like war going on in whatever country she's from. I think we'd have to because doesn't Mary Jane go there at the end? She says she's going there herself. I, I don't. That was another that. loose end that kind of bothered me because I was like, "Oh, it, I thought that was going to go somewhere." But maybe they're either trying to get Mary Jane out of the next game, or there's going to be some kind of plot line with that. Yeah. Um, which I guess, based on the feedback, like I said, I've heard a lot of hate for the um, Mary Jane missions. Maybe that was why, the reason why, but who knows? Yeah, I, I liked Mary Jane as a character, but her missions were just kind of. I wish they were like optional maybe. So like you could go into it being prepared for it. Yeah. And a couple of them seem really stupid to be honest. Like she goes in, uh, she goes into like army bases, like something no normal person should ever even think yeah. of doing. <laughs> it's really fun. Funny when you die as her. Cause she's just like, no, no, don't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was kind of like on Spider-Man's side with that whole argument. Like you can't be putting yourself in danger all the time. Yeah. Of course, he eventually comes around on that, but I was like, eh, he's kind of right. <laughs> you should oh. not be doing this. <laughs> so the one mission I did really like as her is uh, probably the last one where you get to like point people out for Spider-Man to take down. That was really cool. Right, yeah. That was when cool. The, that I think like the, uh, train the black, station that one mission with uh, Black Cat um, yeah. where you send her after people. That was really cool, and I thought yeah, it was kind of a shame that they only did it for that one mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully we get more team-ups in the next game. Yeah. I'm curious how uh, Peter Parker and Miles Morales will work together and which one we'll be playing as. Imagine a co-op version. I know yeah, they would never do that. Awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, um, they were talking about the specs of the PS5. Mm -hmm. And one thing that they said was that um, Spider-Man's speed was based on how fast the PS4 could load New York. So like he, he goes as fast as he possibly can without, you know, suffering, uh, I guess the, the load times or whatever mm -hmm. pop in and all that. But they said on the PS five, Spider-Man could be like a, a, a jet if he wanted to be, you know, <laughs> how fast it could have gone. So that's, that's exciting to think about. Yeah. Of course, I think he's already fast enough. A lot of times I found myself like crashing into buildings and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he needs to go too much faster. Right. Uh, um, what do you think about, uh, Silver Sable? Uh, I thought she was okay. Um, I liked her for the most part, but there were some parts of the game where she was just like overly confrontational and True. it was kind of annoying. And the, I think it was probably in the third DLC where she's just like shooting at Spider-Man for no reason. <laughs> right. I and, had heard of her prior to this game. Like I knew who she was, but I, that, that's about it. I haven't seen her in any like shows or movies or anything. So it was interesting going in with a fresh take. Um, I thought she was a really cool character, kind of underused in the base game a little bit. Um, yeah. Of course, Sable is a big presence, but she's not in very much of it, I don't mm -hmm. think. Yeah, not uh, really. She's kind of just like a background character. Like, you know, she's doing things in the background, but right. you deal with her troops more than anything. So the mission in the DLC where she teams up with you and a couple times, those are really cool. Um, she's just an, an interesting character. Like you said, a little annoying at times, but the whole thing with the uh, Spider-Man wanting her to give him a high five. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, one thing going into the game, I was expecting more of that. I didn't see was like, um, 
you know, you have the Avengers Tower, but I was expecting to see more stuff from the greater Marvel Universe because I know I heard people talking about like, oh, the ending of this game, like it, it implies that that new um, Avengers game coming out, it's like going to be in the same universe. And then obviously it's not, but yeah. So I just almost would hope against that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, he says the first time you go to Avengers tower, he's like too bad. They're never in town. So oh, <laughs> I don't remember that. Just kind of funny. Cause I think if you go by the MCU anyway, that uh, a few of the Avengers live there. So it was like, well, <laughs> um, Let's see what the big gut punch at the end of the game is uh, Aunt May's death. So yeah. What did you think about that? Um, I didn't expect it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very emotional. I think Aunt May is known as like the character to be, to be killed off and brought back the most times in the comics. Oh, really? <laughs> um, but I'm not familiar with her dying in anything I've ever read or watched. Uh, she has. Um, doesn't she die in the Tobey Maguire trilogy at some point? Or am I misremembering um, that? I don't think so. She's probably not. Uh, I know she's like the really old version in that one. Yeah. Um, the thing about... I know that it kind of hints that she's really sick before it happens, but I, I sort of almost felt like it was unnecessary. Like, I felt personally attacked when they killed her off. <laughs> it's a good scene, but... Yeah, especially since like you had the cure... Right, but uh, what uh, was it like? They had to. It was like he could save Aunt May, but then they wouldn't be, to, be able to save die. anybody else. Yeah, but if he didn't save Aunt May, then everybody would be cured. So, hmm. uh, that kind of sucked. But oh well. <laughs> yeah, imagine a Spider-Man game where you can make bad decisions, like Mass Effect. <laughs> like, I feel like okay. they might they should might have made that at some point. Like maybe you go full Venom. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh so i guess we won't be seeing any more of aunt may which is fine i guess no unless I think it's gonna be if mary jane's gone too though it's gonna be hard to make spider-man too sympathetic in the sequel yeah i i expect mary jane to be there because like they just started back their relationship right um one, one part hope. of the game i thought was cool is just uh peter parker peter parker's portrayal like you can tell he's broke. He gets like kicked out of his apartment at one point. Um, he's trying to find a couch to sleep on. <laughs> Does Aunt May live at feast? Because I don't know why he didn't just go to her apartment. If she, yeah, I don't think she does. Cause but, he goes yeah. and crashes in her office. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. And then he never needs to sleep really again for the place. rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of off screen sleeping. I'm assuming. Well, I'm not sure how many days the game is supposed to take place over because I think it's like pretty quick. A lot happens, but I wouldn't think more than a week or two. Yeah, I honestly thought it was maybe like a couple of days, but then maybe there's like a time skip because I feel like Sable couldn't have taken over in like the process of that's true. Yeah. So. So overall, I felt like the the story was good for a superhero game. I don't know much else they could have done. There's a lot of like emotional moments and um, when Mary Jane and Peter get, to get back together, you're like, oh, like really yeah. happy. But um, yeah, I really liked it. I want to see more. I kind of, I don't know. I kind of liked, maybe I just liked Black Cat so much in this game that I kind of wanted her and Peter to be 
together, but you know, I'm fine with her and Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. him and Mary Jane. <laughs> well, I'd be fine with either of yeah. those options. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I really like the game. I want to see more. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say about it right now. They haven't really um, officially announced the sequel yet, right? Um, I don't think so. But surely they're going to do one. Yeah. Assume the game was successful enough. Yeah, this has to be one of the most popular games on the PS4. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, although it feels like it's probably a couple years off at least. Yeah. I think this game was in development for like five years or something like that. Yeah. I remember seeing the announcement trailer years ago, like during a E3 or something. Yeah, and I don't know with it moving to PS5 if that'll slow it down more. Or I, I feel like it's probably pretty easy to jump from system to system these days. Maybe we'll get lucky and it'll be like, launch title. <laughs> yeah. Not holding my breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess the overall, I'd just say that the game was super fun. Like I really enjoyed it from start to finish for the most part. And I would recommend anybody who's on the fence to take the plunge. Yep. If for some reason you haven't played it by now, go play it. <laughs> hmm. Do it. Cockadoodle do it. <laughs> yep. Cockadoodle do it. Um, yeah. And I guess that'll cockadoodle do it for us. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks for being on, Scott. You want to tell people where they can find you? Sure. Um, I'm on Twitter at the Scott Splat. Um, and then, like we briefly went over earlier, I'm now a host on one of the probably works network podcasts, uh, RPG, the after years, we haven't officially relaunched yet. So, um, if you're looking for us right now, it'll be RPG, the golden years, um, basically Bill, Jay and Rich and I, we, every week we get together and talk about something RPG related. And then meanwhile, uh, some of them are playing through a list of classic RPGs from like the, uh, super Nintendo to PlayStation two era. So the golden years RPGs, I guess. Do you know how many games are on that list? Bill's told me before, and it's like a ridiculous amount. They started with like 500. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're down to like 480 something now. Yeah. Bill roped me into playing one of them. I think it was, was it the first Saga game? I can't remember. It, it was <laughs> not her good things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why I wasn't on. When they were first kicking off the show, they wanted me to be on. And I was like, I don't want to play those games. <laughs> yeah. A lot I don't of those early ones seem like tough. any regularity. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, go listen to us there. I think the show was really ramping up in quality um, here recently. So I think people that listen to this podcast would also really enjoy that one. Yep. And um, you can follow this podcast. We're still your day, week, month, year review on Twitter, but we'll probably change that eventually. <laughs> and so. you can follow me on Twitter at Jack's Cackle. So. Yep, that's about it. Cool. Thanks for having me on, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for coming on and talking about Spider-Man with me. No worries. I'll talk about Spider-Man anytime. <laughs> All right. So, bye. Later. Buck 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 buck. Buck 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 buck. Buck 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 buck. Buck 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 buck. Buck 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 buck. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power, host of the Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And I'm inviting you to listen to Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. 
You can find it and a lot of other weird shows at probablywork.com. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called probablywork.com. Probably